0: Hello, my friends, welcome to the Hug from the Moon podcast, episode 11, In the Soup. This week, I'm going to dip my toes rather foolishly into the culture wars with some political poems. So, if you think that's going to float your boat, then keep on listening because it's coming up right now. Hello, everyone, it's wonderful to have you here. Thanks for listening thanks for supporting the podcast i hope everything's okay where you are in the world when you're listening to this so this week's podcast is called in the soup um i kind of sometimes shy away from politics um just because it's so divisive um i don't i'm not really about division i'm more about bringing people together so but I had you know I still I still think things about stuff and I've um I still write about certain subjects you know sometimes I write about personal poems sometimes I write stories and sometimes I write poems that are like um sort of commentary I suppose on stuff so this first one this this actually this episode may have some swears in it so just to um, just to warn you, if you don't like swears, then maybe don't listen to this one. But the first one I've got coming up is called "Man Up," and it's coming up now. Man up. I enjoy the cry of "Take responsibility for your life," but some of it just sounds like "Man Up" in disguise. like Robert Smith sings, boys don't cry, they fight. They give each other Chinese burns, bloody noses and the like. Cuts that need suturing, bullying and brutal. Now you argue it's crucial for you to learn to be aggressive or life will be futile. Aggression is the mentor and you are the pupil. But what if you're simply not that kind? Where do you sit and fit in this paradigm? It all feels too blamey, master racy. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps and save yourself baby. Forget about poverty, gender, race, it's all just a word and excuse on the page. Identity politics, the group you're assigned to, be a victim, I don't think so. But what is the middle ground, there's got to be one. Personal responsibility versus the oppression of the blazing hard sun, burning as it does with all the energy of a hundred thousand nuclear bombs, exploding together on the surface a billion miles from our faces but we still shield our eyes from the light when the sun is slung low in that hard winter sky. Not everyone can take Taylor Swift's advice and simply shake it off. Not everyone can simply replace a negative thought with a positive one. Mental health is not a meme. Life is not as simple as the platitudes that flash up on our many screens. I care so much about mental health, I care as much as the time it takes to cut and paste. Is there a more soul-crushing, dispiriting action than the flick of the thumb as you scroll endlessly, pointlessly, but alas, I digress. That's a tale for another poem. Some chains too big, some sand too coarse, shake the dust off your feet and move on, Jesus assured. But what if you can't, I implore? The past is lit with lost souls who couldn't, littered with promises broken before the words have even been spoken. Littered with the litany of let down kids. They, don't, they won't cut it for him. They won't cut it for the kid. Pick up the largest weight and carry it, you say. Well, I can't even begin to think, so what should I do now? What would you say? So considering the wilderness, the desert of crushed limbs, the dust in our nostrils thick with the threat of failure and portents, let's infer that there are some who cannot, and this is the point. What to do with those who simply cannot man up and fly right? abandon them to the night, leave them to suffer in the misery of their lives, leave them to suffer with the rest of their kind. I may be taking a leap and getting shrill and polemical, but I'm just trying to be logical and take this man up thing to its own logical conclusion, you know? Let's take it down a level, back to the earth, to the little boy toiling in the dirt. He meets the bullying boys. He's not a fighter though, not aggressive, a sensitive soul. He's pummeled into the dirt, it's his fault and his father tells him so. He grows up ashamed and downtrodden and exploited by even those closest to him. You know he is full of love and nurture as he has been from the get go but he's too soft for the world. He's beached like a whale on his side. He can't roll over let alone prevail and he thinks he's to blame when he hears the refrain of man up. And He folds this sadness inside himself and he turns and he rolls on himself hunting himself like he's his own prey baiting the hooks for the final days so is he to blame what would you say At what point would man up have been your refrain at what point would you see him to start taking off again he's the culmination of the relentless phrase the weight of the world behind it like a juggernaut wave so man up cannot even begin to suffice it's an insult to him and his life It's an insult to every effort he takes to try, to stretch every slothful sinew, feel it twist within you, so you can take your man up and stick it where the sun doesn't care to even cast its shadow. Because it's a meaningless phrase, conjured and concocted by eugenicists and classists. I guess this has taken a slide into the polemical. But hey, if you don't like it, man up. So that was Man Up What did you think of, the, what did you think of that one? Um, that one's was largely inspired by um, kind of the work of Jordan Peterson who's this kind of infamous psychologist who came to prominence 2016 and rightly or wrongly has become a bit of a poster boy for conservative alt-right stuff which he denies but that's 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 what he is i mean he's 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 an interesting fellow with some interesting ideas some of them are a bit mad and some of them are interesting but i just get the feeling with him like man up came from this idea that um there's a lot of these kind of coaches around who talk about helping people and he would say pick up the largest weight and carry it you know and it was all about responsibility. I thought that was good, but at the same time, I'm always thinking about the people who can't pick up the weight. You know, what happens to them? And this sort of reductive idea that all you need to do is tell people things, tell people what to do, and they'll do them, as if life is that simple. So that's what that's what that's about, really. Um, let me know your thoughts on that one. So I started recording the podcast at the start of the week, and towards and then in the middle of the week, Russia invaded Ukraine, so it felt strange to not mention it, and not talk about it on the podcast slightly, because this one's about politics, so I kind of thought I should probably talk about it, and then I kind of moved some things around, and I had the idea of um, having a certain featured poet of the week, changed it, because um, my pal Ricky Reed he wrote a poem called War, It's very powerful, and we're going to have him on later, um, with that poem so war started i mean it's it's a, it's depressing and scary and heartbreaking and infuriating i think the most infuriating i mean i'm i'm against war of any kind um i think the thing that and i know it's complicated and complex i think the what the things i don't pretend to know the answers at all <laughs> i'm just a guy so i'm just um I just wanted to mention it, and the thing that makes me, infuriates me the most about it is the politicians profiting off it, you know, they profit off it um, when, you know, literally, you know, when I think of what, you know, the Americans when they invaded Iraq and how a lot of the people who were in George Bush's cabinet had ties to, you know, companies that were directly going to benefit monetarily from the war. Um, so there's that but there's also just uh, they get to pontificate and they get to um, act tough uh, with rhetoric and it infuriates me because the leader of the Labour Party did that and you just think you're nowhere near a war you will be nowhere near this war so don't talk tough you know and that's why it absolutely infuriates me and there's this c- coalition called Stop the War and They have... Their intentions are to stop wars and to say that war is wrong, you know. And then, you know, a noble intent. They have a noble intent. And then, you know, they've been, you know, smeared and maligned. You know, so it just furiates me. You know, and it'll always be... The people who are beating the drum for war, they'll never be near a war, will they? Anyway, so it's about politics so that's this this episode is about politics so i thought i'd talk about that so anyway coming up now we've got ricky reed he's back um he's for the third time fourth time if you count his interview and he's got a powerful piece now and it's called war
1: One hundred thousand boots march over a million crushed skulls pushing bodies into bodies like Russian dolls, these troops, controlled by those who wear blue suits like black robes, set fire to a white rose and right woes, execute exorcism, torture the ghost, walk in the coast, pouring oil into sea, spit in the sand, burnt lands, cities full, murder the man, welds on fire are there hunched over it warming their hands war and genocide cries of terror before everybody dies not a single petal not a thorn nor a nettle only ash is left to settle
2: war
0: So that was um War by Ricky Reid. I think I think you'll agree, a very sobering and powerful poem at any time and even more so now with what's happening in the Ukraine. I really like um the imagery there and the way he talks, my favourite bit of it is when he talks about the world's on fire and they're just there warming their hands. I think um <clears throat> I don't really know I have much more to say about that really um it's just a good powerful piece Ricky is active on uh, social media he has he has his uh he has a band camp where he's got his music rickyreed.bandcamp.com, and he has recently collaborated with a with a chap um sort of like a spoken word music project so that's it's quite a interesting proposition so have a listen I'm going to put a link in the bio for it so if you're interested in him check him out he's good so next up we've got another poem which is called an amnesty and really this is just a me trying to get everyone to stop arguing online just for one week (laughs) it's coming up now amnesty is anyone else sick of politics is anyone else sick to the back and front and false teeth of the festering swamp that belches and bubbles underneath sick of the culture wars which the right blame on the left and the left do likewise who's right well it depends on your tribe what piece of state propaganda you choose to imbibe can i make a suggestion can we please have some kind of amnesty can we give up our weapons just for a week Can we put a pause on fighting these culture wars? Can we do something truly unique? Of all the people I've met and liked and disliked, it's never been because of them being left or right. We've boiled everyone down to their least interesting human aspect and use it as a rubric, a measuring stick, to judge others and extinguish our own shortcomings with. But not all lefties are nice and not all tories are scum. We are better than these simplistic notions. That's point number one. Imagine if we just put all this shit aside just for a week. Imagine what we could achieve. If no arguing occurred online, would that disrupt the fabric of space and time? Where would all that anger go? God, there would be murders, wouldn't you know? It's easy for you to say, I hear you cry. You're a straight male, cis white. Some of us wear our culture and identity and it brings a spotlight. You can't just put it aside. I know, I'm self-aware enough to know that. After all, you know I wrote this, and that. I'm not talking about cessation. I'm talking about ceasefire. Even the forces in the trenches put aside their mandated ire, and they were in an actual war. Bombs, bayonets, bullets, boys in the blood. Christmas day, they put aside the flood. Think things have become too complex. We need more ambivalence, we need more nuance, we need simplicity. Can we agree it's not good to hurt people freely, whether in word or in deed? Can we agree that there's some things which transcend politics? Can we agree that the young have verve and gusto and enthusiasm, but also immaturity and a lack of understanding of how things generally go? Can we agree we shouldn't discount someone just because they're old? Can we agree that shit rolls downhill and inevitably it's a woman who eats it though? Can we agree that sexism likely exists in the marrow of our bones? Can we agree calling masculinity toxic might not be such a good way to go? Can we agree that pornography is likely warping the minds of everyone who sees it and it'll always be so? Can we agree that women can take control of their own bodies and they should do so? Can we agree that to be trans, surely the toughest of roads and they need love, kindness, compassion and understanding? No? Can we agree... It's not right to steal someone's livelihood and shame them. Can we agree that a person is bigger than the boxes that we choose to contain them? Can we agree that everyone is probably trying their best? Can we agree that the nuances of most complex arguments cannot be adequately expressed within the confines of 250 characters or less? Can we agree that a comedian's job is to be funny? Can we agree that there's such a thing as having too much money? Can we agree that lefties are sometimes insufferably smug? Can we agree that right wingers care more about a fetus? Than they do about children in a boat on the channel capsizing and dying while trying to reach us. Washing up lifeless on a beach. What the hell? Surely this kid means more than a bundle of cells. Can we agree that things are better now than they used to be? Can we agree that it's a good idea to have a good secure nuclear family? Can we agree that amnesty would be good for a week for all humanity? Can we agree that most cultures were built upon the blood and backs of people of colour and that is just a fact? Can we agree the media lives and breathes on the worst kind of news and tragedies? Can we please agree to turn off social media for a week? Can we turn it off all media please? Let the green shoots of our best fruit start bursting through the roof. Let our youth have a day off from this never-ending anxiety loop. Let Twitter rot on the vine and Insta shit and face fuck too. Let's breathe in some air. Make some eye contact to get back in touch with our best selves and start to care. This amnesty, mate. Let's try it. What the hell? Starting now. Who's with me? Who's with me? So that was an amnesty. Amnesty. I would say I'm probably feeling quite nervous about the, putting that one out, <laughs> um, because it because it's uh, dealing with a lot of hot potatoes, I suppose. But what, I guess what the point is that my my intention from the poem um, is to, I mean, it is to say, can we please stop for a week? Um, because um, I'm not sure if it's very good for us as a society or as a to just be arguing online about these. These, these issues um, and I'm not saying that I'm not saying that I'm not minimising the importance of any issue that people feel passionately about to argue about or talk about online I'm just saying that maybe it might be good for us to, to stop I watched a really good film the other day called Mass and it was about it's, it's these two couples who meet in this room uh, meet in a church and when the film starts it like it sort of sets up the film as being there's these two couples who have met there's been some kind of tragedy and it's like it's a there's a worker there who's trying to you know work in a restorative way and try to move forward in a place, place of healing and what you find out i don't think it's a spoiler to find out that during the film there's um you find out that there was a school shooting and one one of the set of parents, their son, shot the other one in a school shooting. I don't think that's a spoiler to say. So, I mean, that's the setup. I won't spoil the film, but there is, there is, there is, you know, there is a moment at the end of of, of forgiveness, you know, and that helps us to heal, and and I just wonder if. I just don't think it's very good for us. Um, maybe even if we just—I mean, what could happen if we just said enough's enough for a week, and said I'm not doing it anymore? Um, and I guess that the point of some of the lines that I'm saying in the in the in the in the in the, the bit at the end where I'm saying can we agree? I essentially, I'm I'm saying things that are contradictory, and because there are certain things that. Um, not everything knits together, it's not a puzzle, you know, not, it's not a puzzle with all the pieces that knit together and everyone gets, that it's fair and everybody gets, some of these things compete, you know, some some needs of people compete, so the, you know, the, the only way to, to work that out is to, to have a dialogue, but it seems like people don't want to have a dialogue people want to argue and people want to double down and people want to be in their tribes and and i just think that polarization more polarization and more division is the last thing to do how's that going to how's that going to make things better and also there's that performative element of social media obviously social media is all performative instagrams about performing your life no one's life is as glittering and, and as sunkist and amazing as it is on instagram and i feel like twitter is the is that it's all about political stuff, performing. There's a performative element to things and it's very removed from actually what's going on in the world. Um. The, so the lines I wrote, I'm hoping they stand up um, and there's one line which is that I say, shit rolls downhill and inevitably it's a woman who eats it. What I mean by that is saying that a lot of the time women are the ones who have to are at the bottom and, and, and get blamed a lot for things. Um, so I'm trying my best. I'm hopefully, I mean, i and essentially, I'm my intent for the poem is that it's. Um, I, um, I'm not minimizing things in the world. I'm not saying it doesn't matter. I'm just saying maybe we should have an amnesty for a week. Maybe we should stop. That's what I'm saying. Um, anyway, so we're coming towards the end of the, what well, has turned out to be quite a heavy episode um, of the of the podcast. And the song coming up to end the show is called I'm Out and it's about escaping ideology that is crushing. Here we go. So it's called I'm Out.
2: me, got my Susie Lee, not just somebody, everything, sink in stones, I got no self-control, got no self-control, now I have, I'm seeking the warning, seeking the signs, seeking the talk of all the end times, I'm out. Talk of all the end times is out, out, and Danny's out too. I'm sick of the lies, sick of the fight, sick of the talk of all the insides and outs. Out, and turns out too. the talk of all the end times I'm out, out I'm sick of the liars, sick of the fight sick of the talk of all the end times I'm out out
0: So we've made it to the end of a stressful episode of a Hug From The Moon. In the soup. I don't know if I'll be dipping my feet into the culture wars anytime soon. It's too anxiety provoking. Thanks so much to Ricky Reed for um, for joining me again with his poem. Um, thanks everybody for listening. If you want to be involved in the podcast and you're a poet and you like this, then... You can dm me on instagram you can find me on instagram and you can send me a message if you want and if you do enjoy this poem tell someone about it and just share this around and see if we can grow this movement thanks so much for listening take care everyone bye